Welcome to Catherine's Kitchen, where something is always cooking. I'm in the kitchen today with my special pandemic 2020 guest, my sister Sally Wood. Regular listeners will remember that Sally recently shared two recipes, strawberry spinach salad and pear gingerbread upside down cake. Welcome back to the kitchen, Sally. Thank you, sister. It's good to be back. And how are you this month, one month more into pandemic? I'm good. It's been a rainy week here in Wisconsin, but finally it's sunny out again and fairly cool, and you can tell fall's coming, which I like. I like the change of seasons. That must feel really good because I think it also makes people think about cooking in a way they haven't been cooking through the hot summer. What recipe would you like to share with us, Sally, and why did you choose it? I'd like to share a recipe. It's called Harvest Chicken Chowder, and it's from Weight Watchers, actually. I got it in the late 90s from a Weight Watchers cookbook, and I've been making it almost every fall ever since. I really like it a lot. I've uh, read through the recipe, and it sounds delicious. My teeny bit of research uh, revealed that the original recipe came from Weight Watchers 1997 cookbook, Simply the Best. Yes, it is. It was sent in by a woman named Barbara Bentley from Nampa, Ohio, Idaho. I'm sorry, N-A-M-P-A, Idaho. It's got some sort of 90s aspects to it, which I've somewhat updated. It's still a very good recipe, I think. I start craving it this time of year. And no wonder. Mm-hmm. So could you please talk us through the recipe? Certainly. I'll read the ingredients first and then give the instructions. So uh, two teaspoons of olive oil and one cup of diced onions or one and a half cups of frozen pearl onions, three garlic cloves minced, eight ounces of sliced mushrooms, uh, one pound of skinless, boneless chicken breasts, two cups of low-sodium chicken broth, two celery stalks sliced, and one carrot sliced in coins or circles, one 15-ounce can of pumpkin. Make sure it's pumpkin and not pumpkin pie filling. You just want pumpkin. One 12-ounce can of evaporated skimmed milk, one-fourth cup of minced parsley, one tablespoon of minced fresh sage or one-half teaspoon of dried, one teaspoon of dried thyme leaves, and fresh ground black pepper. To begin with, you start in a large nonstick saucepan or Dutch oven, heat the oil, add the onions if you're using big onions that you've diced, and garlic, and cook string as needed until they're softened, about five minutes. Then add the chicken, the broth, celery, and carrots. Bring to a boil. Reduce the heat and simmer, stirring as needed until the chicken is cooked through and the vegetables are tender, which should take about 10 minutes. Then add the pumpkin, the canned milk, parsley, sage, and thyme. Return to a boil, stirring as needed. Serve sprinkled with the pepper if you're using that. Thank you. There are a couple things that I would do a little bit differently I just wanted to talk to you about. And yeah. just over the years, I've been not putting garlic in when I start sautéing onion because garlic cooks and burns so much quicker than onion, yeah. at least the yeah. way I cook. So I've been holding the garlic back. And something that the original recipe I saw mentioned was not bringing the soup to a boil if you're using the evaporated milk because the author of the recipe says that fat-free milk will break and be ugly and non-creamy. So Mm -hmm. once the milk is in, she recommended just keeping it to a simmer. I had a recent experience with coconut milk that Mm -hmm. did the same thing. So I thought reading this recipe was a learning tool for me to be careful 
wonderful when I'm making soup and using coconut milk because I don't use dairy in my food any longer, that I need to keep that milk to a simmer also. Mm-hmm. So I hope you don't mind my adding those, Not at I don't all. know, additions or recommendations. Yeah. And I remember my friend Rebecca, who I think you met years ago, or you heard me talk about her so much. She's my friend with four kids. At one point in her life, she owned a little cafe in Sitka, Alaska, a little coffee shop, and they would have soups every day. And she said she would encourage her employees to put whatever they wanted, whatever sounded good to them, into the soup. Mm-hmm. So I've sort of taken that to heart myself, and I think there are possibly a lot of substitutions or additions with this soup, too, with harvest chicken chowder. Do you want to share some of those or some that you think would be good? Sure, yeah. Every time I make it, I think I make it a little differently, which is not mm. unusual for me with most recipes. You could, with the chicken, you wouldn't necessarily have to use chicken breast. You could use thighs, which are my favorite part of the chicken, or you could use leftover cooked chicken or get a rotisserie chicken and use that. I think it would also be good with fish, some different oh. types of fish. And also, I like to serve it over brown rice, which makes it just like a whole meal in a bowl, very filling and wonderful. Mm. You could use other types of milk, I would think, as well, if people are lactose intolerant, you know, almond milk. And I don't think you even necessarily have to use canned milk, but I think the canned milk probably helps to thicken it up a little bit, make it more like a chowder than a soup. You could choose to use fresh herbs, which are much more readily available these days than they were in the 90s -hmm. when this was written. And you could use different herbs as well. I've also made it just using a bag of mixed frozen vegetables. And putting that in at the broth stage and cooking them right in the soup. I added the mushrooms. They weren't in the original recipe either. I really like those in there mm-hmm. to make it much more substantial. All of those substitutions and or additions sound worth trying at one point or the other. And I think people should be aware, though, that if they use fish, that fish is going to cook quickly. Yeah, put it in at the end. More quickly than chicken will. You're talking about serving the chowder over cooked brown rice, too, that you're cooking the brown rice separately. You're not cooking it in the soup. Yeah, because I think if you do it that way, the rice doesn't get all blown out of shape. You keep them separate and then just keep them separate. When you're serving uh, leftovers or whatever, I would store them separately and put them them together. uh, I've been doing that, too. Thinking about the recipe yesterday, too, I thought that I think it would be delicious made with baked butternut squash Mm -hmm. or acorn squash. Mm -hmm. You you could substitute that for Mm -hmm. the pumpkin. squash all over the place right now. You can get them at the farmer's market or farm stands or whatever, co-op. That's a good idea. And I love a nice homemade soup served with a warm, crusty bread and a cheese of, you know, your choice. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. It really makes a nice autumn dinner. It'd be a good soup or chowder for people to make on Halloween before they go out trick-or-treating if they're allowed to go outside. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can get out, yes. They'll have masks on anyway, so yeah. they can put their mask on over their mask and go out and have some fun. Okay, Sal, well, maybe we should help people out and run through the ingredients one more time, please. So, two teaspoons of olive oil, a cup of diced onions or a cup, cup and a half of frozen pearl onions, eight ounces of sliced mushrooms of your choice, three garlic cloves or to taste, a pound of chicken, either chicken breasts or thighs, whichever, as we talked about, two cups of low-sodium chicken broth, two celery stalks sliced or diced, one carrot sliced in coins or two carrots, however many you like, a 15-ounce can of pumpkin, 
one 12-ounce can of evaporated skim milk, a fourth of a cup of minced fresh parsley, a tablespoon of fresh sage or half a teaspoon of dried, a teaspoon of dried thyme leaves, and then freshly ground black pepper. Thank you so much. And you're reading through the ingredients a second time reminded me that my friend Richard Stephenson shared his recipe for bone broth in April, and that recipe is on the KPOV website, too, and this recipe will be joining the previous recipes from 2020 soon, so people can look for those recipes there. Anything else you want to say about the recipe or life in general? (laughs) Get in the the kitchen and have some fun this fall. You're home anyway. You might as well cook something good. (laughs) Yeah, good advice, Sally. My guest today on Catherine's Kitchen has been my sister, Sally Wood. The opinions expressed on Catherine's Kitchen are mine and Sally's, not necessarily those of anyone else at or associated with KPOV. Catherine's Kitchen is produced at KPOV High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Catherine's Kitchen is available on KPOV's archives for a month after it originally airs and as a podcast at kpov.org indefinitely. Sally's recipe for harvest chicken chowder will join her other recipes as a PDF on KPOV's Catherine's Kitchen page. To find it, go to kpov.org. Programming, local shows and archives, Catherine's Kitchen. Our theme music is from Bellevue Outfits, Nothing's Too Good for My Baby. All right, Sal, take us out. Until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. And wash your hands. Please. Love you. Love you, too. And just for you, I've learned to make a pie.